the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Let me tell you, brothers and sisters, God is truly on the move here in this nation and here in our lives. It's really exciting to see all the opportunities that are um, laying before us in these days, all the things that God is putting in motion, even the things that we can't see. God really is positioning his body of Christ and preparing us for the transfer of wealth influence and affluence. So it's very important that we be vigilant, that we be attentive to the voice of God, to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And we're going to talk about that a little bit today because really God needs to be leading us in every area of our life. Even in the mundane things, we need to allow God and we need to have room to let God change our plan and do our thing. As Jesus said, In John 5, he said, Truly I tell you, and this is him referring to himself, that the Son can do nothing by himself. He only does what he sees the Father doing, because whatever the Father does, the Son also does. So here, Jesus is very much saying that he is led by the Father God everywhere he goes and everything he does. And that's what we now, the body of Christ, should be doing. Jesus is our head, right? So Jesus does the thinking for us. Jesus does the planning. Jesus knows about where we're going to go. And we are the body. We are his instrument, his vessels moving forward. Amen. In addition to this, and we're going to be listening to Pastor Chris talk about this subject. But in addition to this, the other thing that we need to know moving forward that I really want you guys to get this day is that it's not enough. Okay, it's not enough to be knowledgeable in the word of God. That sounds like what? what? That doesn't make any sense. But you see, you have to understand that in Jesus time, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, they were all very knowledgeable about the law, but they did not have understanding of the law of God's word. So it's not enough for us to be knowledgeable about the Bible, about the scriptures, we need to allow God to illuminate the scriptures for us, to reveal to us his meaning, how to apply those scriptures. Because if we go, you know, by the seat of our pants, if we go using our own knowledge, we could very well miss what God is wanting us to know in that moment and what God is trying to reveal to us because it's true the pharisees the sadducees they knew the law they knew 
the word of God, but they didn't know God. And they didn't know what God was trying to tell them through the law. Because as we know today, all the law pointed to Jesus. All the law and the scriptures and the prophets pointed towards Jesus being the Messiah moving forward. So we're going to listen in to Pastor Chris and hear what she has to say on this topic today. It is amazing on how God is moving on our lives, and I want to see him active in action in what we call the simple little things. After all, Jesus set the example for us to follow. He set the example, okay? No drama, but dramatic results. That's what Jesus did. So once you're born again, Jesus told Nicodemus in John chapter 3 that Nicodemus, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven not unless you're born again. And of course, Nicodemus, being a smart guy, educated man, I was like, uh, my mother is four foot ten, and I am six foot four. How can I get into that tummy? <laughs> right? And then Jesus rebuked him. You know, I was like, you know the signs. You're educated. You can tell the signs. And then he repeated himself again. You have to be born of the Spirit of the Holy Spirit, right? And now Christians are in a full-time ministry set. Oh, I have to witness. I have to testify. I have to quote scriptures. If I didn't quote scriptures today and I said, oh, I don't know, I'm not getting anything from her. She's not quoting any scriptures. Am I correct? Jesus quoted scriptures to the children of the devil. Well, the Pharisees and scribes. Right? So you are going to study scriptures after scriptures instead of the power and the results. And even the, oh, you have to know the word. Word, 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 word. It's not in our being. It has not become of us. I was talking to two lovely ladies Wednesday night or somewhere. I was here. I was telling, I said, you know what? I said, you need to put something in your system, and then your system will start craving for it. Am I correct? And I was talking about physical health and said, you put chlorella, which is chlorophyll, in your body and grapeseed extract for at least one month. Before you knew it, you start craving greens. And you're not even a vegetarian. You understand what I'm saying? You eat fruits with what? Apple pie, peach cobbler, right? Strawberry ice cream. And if you feed yourself on that, your body will start craving for it because it got into your system. Am I correct? Oh, I, I don't know. I just, uh, I just don't like the taste and I just don't like it. You know, we, especially us ladies, we do things, we allow people to do things on ourselves that we don't like. We want to be pretty, they pull our hair out, they burn us with that heater, but we go through with it. We didn't like it, because why? We like the result. So don't make the excuses that no, 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 no. I'm allergic to salad. <laughs> you started putting it into your system, and then it will become a part of you. Isn't that what vaccine is all about? 
they give you a little bit germs of whatever you're trying to avoid. Okay, so I was saying that then we put things with our action and discipline and our lives, it will become a part of us. So as a Christian, it should be a part of us to really produce good fruit, to be an example for everybody to follow. So all of us has to be able to be like Jesus because we are his body. And that is not just a holy thing. So we got born again, and then we get into the ministry. What we're trying to do is try to get other people from other ministries to come and join us. Am I correct? Just like we've been praying and fasting and praying for the salvation of our family, and we've been confessing the wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just. The wealth of the wicked is laid out for the just. And then we challenge everybody to give up an offering because we can't pay our bills. So our action has to speak louder than words, than the preach. It doesn't matter if you memorize the scripture, if you are a walking, living concordance. You have to have the power of God in all of us. And it's time for the body of Christ to wake up. This is how we were conditioned to do, even in the church. This got to change now. It's starting with us. Our success... As a Christian, it's not because we are so anointed and powerful minister of God. It is not based on fancy speech or head knowledge. It is not based on our charisma. But it is based on the challenges we faced in life that we overcame. It is something that we were able to conquer. Those are the ones that we need to boast on instead of we're charismatic, Oh, everything is just like, if, if I'm going to get you involved in such a high word of knowledge and prophetic words that tantalize your senses, I guarantee you, you'll be coming back for more. But it has to be the fruits. And then you just keep on wanting more of word instead of application. Hello? You know what I'm talking about we don't even know it because sometimes we operate in the things that we become familiar with and look at it as norm. Our norm is supernatural. If it's not normal, it is not supernatural because our flesh is still dictating us and our head knowledge is still dictating us even though our heart is pure before God. So it's time for our heart to rise and pull down those so that we can have the mind of Christ. That we will be able to bring captivity into the knowledge of what? Our Lord Jesus Christ. All vain thoughts and imaginations, we need to pull them down. But we pull down only what we perceive the negative words that are coming from somewhere else. We are not pulling down the vain thoughts and imaginations that are working in our minds. Jealousy accusation, and how we were treated upon. So the battleground starts in the minds. It is something that you cannot perceive. We are trying to put, and I said, okay, what constitutes a revival? And then we defined it. What constitutes this? We defined it. Where God already said, my ways are higher than your ways. My thoughts are higher than your thoughts, and your ways are not my ways. So we are still trying to, even though we pour gallons of oil in those ways and put Jesus' name in it, if it's still there, not his ways, it's not going to move. And that's what we need to find out. 
Okay? You said, word, word, I need word, I need word, and I need word. How many of us that we have memorized a certain scripture, and all of a sudden we come into prayer with God, and the Holy Spirit came and gave us a new revelation. And then we get upset with ourselves. I should have seen this. It's screaming at me. Am I correct? So it is not, oh, the word, the word. No. We sometimes misapply the word of God. It has to come with the understanding. It has to come from the Holy Spirit. Okay? And let me give you. So remember, I said, like, if you expect me to quote a lot of scriptures every time so that I can qualify in your own mind and what should, and said, you're going to be in for a big surprise because just like what I told you, Jesus only quoted scriptures to the children of the devil. Because the devil know the word of God. But he didn't understand it. Why did I say that? If they had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Because it is there how Jesus is going to die. How he will be born of a virgin. They know the scripture, but they don't understand it. Because they don't understand God. Because why? According to Jesus... Their father's the devil, not God. Even though they're descendants of Abraham, even though they're descendants of Moses. Are you getting this? Okay. So it is important for us not try to invite others from another ministry to this ministry. We're supposed to occupy wherever we are at. In the corporate arena, in the marketplace, everywhere we go. And like Jesus, Jesus never carried the biggest Bible that he ever found. Jesus was not the loud mouth in any public gathering in restaurants and quoting scriptures. And we're supposed to be his followers. Hello? Loud mouth. Oh, I don't know. They have horoscope. There is a dragon in there. I bind you. No matter how much you bind that stupid thing, it's just, it's just a drawing. doesn't have any spirit in it. Not unless you empower it with your words. Oh, I don't know. I'm not going to eat any more Chinese. It's the year of the rat. Yeah, but when they give you those little things, and it's just like, a, and you open it, and it's like, oh, look at this, confirmation. <laughs> oh, look at this. It says, you are beautiful and smart, and you're going to be so rich. Oh, look at this, confirmation. It's the same year of rat <laughs> where you're eating. And then he said, oh, I don't know. The Holy Spirit doesn't want me to eat here. Probably you misunderstood the Holy Spirit. Probably he's telling you to fast. Hello. It's just like we're so drama and nothing. And nothing is happening all around us. Are you getting this? So you cannot, you cannot separate who you are. If you're born again, you're a child of God. Okay. And you will be prepared for the works of service. And you'll become a servant of God. Am I correct? And then Jesus told his disciples, I no longer call you a servant, but my friend. Because I, I will share with you what's happening, right? 
And then you become a friend of God. While you're a friend of God, it doesn't mean to say you're not a child of God anymore. You're not a servant of God anymore. Because Jesus said, you want to be the greatest? You have to be the servants of all. For, for some of us who compartmentalize things and who define based on words and prophecies, it's like, make up your mind, Jesus. Are we your friend or are we your servants? And Jesus said that you are my body. And said, who I am? I am that I am. You want a friend? I am. So same thing with you. Okay? See those offices, whether you're pastor and prophet or a Christian, they put you in a box. And, of course, many Christians have tried to play that role. So when nobody is looking, <laughs> let me be myself. And it's just like who you are. Then you are confused. I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know my calling. Oh, my gosh, that's pathetic. Hello? How long have you been confessing and professing that? And then you insert yourself on the things that you want. Well, I thought that is not your calling. Hello? Okay, now. So it is by our action. I was reading an old book. Let me read this to you. This was copyrighted in 1926. The uh, author is Edgar A. Guest. Whoever he is, God bless him. In that early on in his life, he already can see what is happening in the charts and the things that we need to address. The title of um, his poem is Sermons We See. It says, I'd rather see a sermon than hear one any day. I'd rather one should walk with me than merely show the way. The eyes a better pupil and more willing than the ear. Fine counsel is confusing, but examples are clear. And the best of all the preachers are the men who live their creeds. For to see the good in action is what everybody needs. I can soon learn how to do it if you let me see it done. I can watch your hands in action, but your tongue too fast may run. And the lectures you deliver may be very wise and true, but I'd rather get my lesson by observing what you do. For I may misunderstand you and the high advice you give, but there is no misunderstanding how you act and how you live. Everywhere outside the pulpit. For me, it's very telling. And I said, like, okay, I'm going to create trouble by the word. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Okay, let me give you scripture. God is love. Okay? Okay, that's one scripture. You want another one? John 3.16. For God so loved. The world. The world. Right? Okay. So I got you two scriptures. And I like it because, see, I'm a little bit, uh, uh, the reason why God um, saved me because I was too rebellious and too free-spirited. That my parents sometimes, I, I hear them talking in the night. They don't know what to do with me. You understand what I'm saying? And troublemaker. 
So, let me continue. In the charts, we always treat the Israelites differently than the Muslims. And yet, we believe the word of God that God does not show favoritism. Well, it's in the Old Testament where we also believe what the Hebrews said. God found fault in the Old Testament because it's very what? Exclusive. Not inclusive. He found fault in it that it calls for a new one, the new covenant, which is Jesus cut the new covenant, not only with us, but with God the Father and God the Holy Spirit. The Trinity got this covenant because why? He has you and me in mind. We are not God's afterthought. We are not God's second best. Hello? God did not panic and said, it, because if you're thinking about that, you are saying that God is not perfect because he made a mistake. He only called the nation of Israel. No, he used that nation to bring blessings to all nations and salvations to come. But if you say that, I, but I am drawn to Jerusalem, then you have a cause why you're drawn to Jerusalem. That is your future home and you are a part of the new Jerusalem. But for us, not to render help to other countries, but we are willing to spend so much time just to convert one Jew is totally wrong. Because by our action and by our practices, we're telling that God made a mistake, that we are afterthought. Okay, the Israelites didn't do it, and it's like then the Gentiles. God is upset with the nation of Israel. No. He said, like, for a while, I, I issue a certificate of divorce. But when you come back to me, no matter what, I will restore you. Because it shows who God is. See, some of our religious practices, it shows that God is very grumpy, very vindictive, unmerciful, and he plays favorites. It is time to change that. Because even the Apostle Paul in those times, in the first century, he had this revelation in Ephesians chapter 3. It says, like, through Jesus Christ, we are made joint heirs with the nation of Israel. If we are joint heirs, are we lesser heirs? If we are a body of Christ, are we lesser once a Jew become Christian? There is no such thing. And we need to focus on who we are in Christ Jesus and the character of our God. Because some people, I met them when they find out that I'm a pastor, they, they have all these defenses that, uh-oh, I'm a Catholic. And I said, well, glory to God. I'm a Baptist. So you cannot compartmentalize who you are because if you l read the book of Acts, yes, they are apostles. Okay, the 12 or 11, they became 12. There are apostles, but they were also evangelists. They were teachers. They were prophets. Am I correct? They have all the five offices operating because that's who you are. You cannot separate the gifts of the Holy Spirit from you because you're a child of God. 
Okay, well, that's about all the time that we have for today. But I thank and I pray that all of you take that to heart this day. We should not divide ourselves behind walls of denominations. We should not compartmentalize ourselves saying, oh, I'm only a teacher, so I can't operate as an evangelist. Oh, I'm only a prophet, so I can't be an apostle. God wants us, even those in specific callings, we should still be able to operate in every area of the gifts, under all of the offices. In addition to that, like I said before, we need to be led of the Holy Spirit in everything that we do. So again, we're pretty much out of time for today. Before we go, let me remind you, Go to our website, www.sogmi.org, where you can get the podcast of this broadcast. We update the podcast every Monday evening. So you can download these recordings, you can put them on your phone, you can listen to them, whatever. In addition to that, we've also been raising money to to improve and expand this radio broadcast as God has been directing us. So in the coming weeks and months, we're going to be putting in massive improvements to this radio show, to our website, Sons of God Ministries International. So if you want to give towards those endeavors, visit our website, www.sogmi.org, and hit the donate button. There's really exciting things coming, brothers and sisters, and I'm excited, and I'm looking forward to seeing what God is doing in the earth and what he's going to be doing moving forward. So until next time, guys, God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.